0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Season two, Primetime Podcast. Georgia Acosta, William Ledesma, and myself, Marcos Cabral. Charlie Suarez is not joining us at the moment. <laughs> he may come later, but he's not here at the moment. So, But shout out to Charlie Suarez that is not here yet. This is the Primetime Podcast. Welcome, everybody. We have been on a very long hiatus. Um, it's been a little over a year and a half, I think. Since the last time we shot, we are now in our new office, which we've been here a few months now, and uh, we've obviously changed the, the, look, the, the, the look, look a little bit from, from the last thing. How are we doing, gentlemen?
1: Moving, Moving on fantastic, up. Fantastic, fantastic. Moving on up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a lot of changes, man. A lot of changes since the last time we did the show. Man, a lot has happened since the last time we did the show.
0: It's been, a, it's been a little bananas lately. I mean, what? what, Which? What? Do we remember what the last topic was that we spoke about?
2: I think loan limits were three hundred k back then. (laughs) Three hundred (laughs) k. They've doubled. They've doubled since. That just happened this week. Actually, the loan limits
1: went up. Yes, yes.
0: Man, that's uh, that's been the 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 talk of the town, the talk of the industry lately. So, where are we at with the loan limits now?
1: So, we're actually looking at conventional um, purchase prices about six eighty one with a five percent down. So, six hundred eighty one thousand. Is what you can buy with five percent down or FHA. You're looking at um 60
2: in Miami. Day, I think it's
1: uh, yeah the loan limit, but the actual purchase price with the minimum down payment is like four a little bit more than four seventy five. That's crazy. Yeah, FHA. That's crazy. Like that's what's helping I mean, bring it's the good. values up. You it's know, good, but just we needed
2: that. Just looking at where prices are.
0: Yeah, the prices are scary high. We don't know what's gonna happen. I mean, let's talk about that, right? Because now we have the government. That's you know. Getting aggressive with tapering, which is Most moving things. mortgage bonds in the wrong direction, which is going to affect interest rates, higher interest rates, higher purchase prices. I mean,
1: it could uh, it could spell some some things. It is, but I guess it's, that's why it's the balance. You know, they talk about tapering, they increase the limit, so now more people that couldn't buy these bigger priced houses now they can. And on the other side, uh, tapering means that some of the rates are going to start, you know, increasing, and some people that are going to make me get off the race from buying a house, but we have enough. There's so much demand that we're good. Yeah. I don't know. To He's me, balancing it, it, it feels,
2: off. I mean, I got into the industry in 05, right? And, so, and it, and it, and it
0: smells kind of, smells so <laughs> familiar. It in the sense, familiar. And I'll tell you, in the sense,
2: I remember, look, when I started i I've read the book before. I, when I've I read this, this story. there was a lot of equity in homes because of the appreciation of value. I think we just, the, the newest report that came out was that, uh, home values and home equities at an all-time high this is $21 trillion in home equity nationwide with rates going up. I think that it, like again, it smells like Oh five where you're selling debt consolidations, tap into your equity pay off stuff, you know, that type of, that yeah. type of world. I think we're going to have, I think even with rates go up next year, I think we're going to still have the opportunity to do a lot of cash out refis for debt consolidation. There's going to be little, little
0: shops that are going to pop up. I agree. That, uh, I agree. I agree. So. Homeowner. I mean, homeowners right now have- very, very equity rich. Yes. So I think that, uh, yeah, next year, I, I, you know, refinances will slow down due to the, uh, you know, if you're trying to do a rating term with a lower rate. We, need that,
2: we need that button but that they have on the Mad Money. <laughs> sell, sell, sell.
0: Sell, <laughs> sell, sell. Sell, sell, sell. They're nuts. They're nuts. They know nothing. <laughs> but it, but that is a
2: good question. I mean, do we, do we sell? Do we hold? Do we, do we, we keep sell. on with, look, I think cash flow is going to continue, uh, even, even if, I, uh, look, I'm always say, for me, fuck the equity. I want cash flow, right? So yeah. I don't care what it's worth, where it goes up and down. If the cash flow keeps going, um, you can still pay your bills, right? And yep. eventually things will come back around and catch up. I don't think anything's heading towards a major crash. But like I said, it does smell a lot like 05. And we all know what happened to after 05, 06 was good, 07. And <laughs>
0: I mean, but and let's with the sound effects by the way <laughs> <laughs> lewis we need you on the sound effects board we need we need you doing the the thing we, but, we need that for the next for the next one but i agree i mean you know now
2: oh five was hard sales i remember we're doing radio shows where we would pitch second mortgages and then convert it into full debt consolidations yeah. i think um I think a lot of the, the good salesmen were born in that era, which made really good mortgage professionals in the new era after that. And I feel like the younger generation is going to be a good opportunity for a younger generation to be uh, born in the next 24 months. I really do believe that, there, and I was at the uh, career fair, the actually, the other day in, uh, at Gold Coast, and you do see a lot of young kids that, Same thing that happened in 05, where you would hear a lot of people making good money in the real estate game or in the mortgage game, and now they're leaving their school or leaving their job and say, all right, let me dabble in this. And I think that the next 24 months, uh, there's going to be a a really good opportunity to train the newer generation that's going to lead in the next uh, phase. So um, let me clarify.
1: So not
0: every... 20 something year old wants to be a YouTuber, then is basically what you're saying. This we're gonna be able to continue. The show goes on, the show goes on. They're harder (laughs) to find. I will say
2: they're harder to find. I always say this, you know, and it's I have this theory where, um, you know, when Hollywood comes out with certain types of genres and certain types of movies, yes, there's a new generation of uh individuals we saw it back in 0506 when boiler room would come out yes and these movies glenn Gary, glenn there ross a, there was a slight uh uh there's a slight wolf of wall street t- in 2013 yes. there's a slight uptick in that into Be- Wall street. Yep. it gave a kind of i agree that kind of let's let's hustle let's get back into it we I need a the new last movie. you know 36 months we've seen a lot of uh complacency and laziness yeah. i think covid has made a lot of people just kind of yeah kick it and too, I think we need too many Marvel Hollywood. movies. We need Hollywood
0: to come Too many with Marvel everything. movies and is. Spidermans. Up, Stop boys? remaking Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> and let's uh <laughs> Yeah. We need we need to let's remake boiler room. room. Need, let's remake <laughs> boiler <laughs> room. We need another boiler. room <laughs> We need another boiler room. Glen Gary Glenn Ross two thousand
1: twenty one. Yes. That's yes.
2: what we need. Yes. Yes. Right? And I agree. I think I mean, for me personally, I mean, obviously now I'm more in the management role of training and all that. And I think that that in me personally brings a new uh, a sense of passion to look at a young 22, 23 year old who's actually hungry, you know, actually hungry, actually wants to absorb and do the work and put in the time to actually uh, uh, learn it and make the best of it. Yeah, it's hard to find those individuals. I agree. In this day and very age, very hard, and I think that again, Hollywood comes out with a couple of good movies. I think it becomes like a. a I think a it'll bad. spark it it'll again. Spark it again. It'll right? spark it gives, again. Gives you a little tickle to, to start doing it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think <laughs>
0: about think about how excited we were when we got in the mortgage industry. Like yeah. you said what the movies we grew up on, the uh, the hustle mentality we grew up on. Yeah, I think that's that we need that. We need well, to. Yeah. When I
1: started, they they basically I haven't seen the movies. They made me watch them and then to get pumped up to do it. So I think maybe we should You know what's,
0: that's actually, when I first got hired in the mortgage industry, that was part of the interview process. Have you seen these movies? Yeah. Because
1: you want to know- You need to watch those to see what it is that we do here. The
2: personality. You want to know what kind (laughs) of individual you're hiring, what kind of, are they moldable, are they trainable, and are they a good fit for what you're going to be needing in that aspect? And I think that that's, that's very key. I think that when you're interviewing somebody culturally- you want to know where you are at? What kind of? Where's your headspace at? Yeah. Are, are you a uh, a piker? Remember that? Are you a piker who walks <laughs> at the bell at five o'clock, or are you the guy who's gonna put in the work and stay till late night and a, you know? A piker asks about vacation hours. Yeah. What vacation? <laughs> exactly. So bring it on. I mean, I've, that's I'm dying for. I'm,
0: I'm, uh, I, I I could. Not I, maybe this, we need to produce it ourselves. Maybe yeah. we need to put this thing together. I would love to. You
2: know, i I'm, t- you know like half the interviews that we did in the last twenty four months is like you guys offer salary? Do you guys provide leads? No, we don't fucking provide salary. What's wrong with you?
0: Goodbye. Bye. Next.
1: Next. Don't even take a break. Do
2: I have to be here nine to five?
1: <laughs> that, that is no. Do I get that an is hour the most lunch common break? thing. Like,
2: I just started having lunch a what year do you do? ago. I haven't
0: had lunch in 20 years. <laughs>
2: what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> lunch. Lunch is for wimps. Yeah. Like, hey, look who joined us. Hello. Hello, hunky-dory.
3: Charlie Suarez.
0: Fashionably late. I think you did it on purpose, by the way, because I think you wanted to make an entrance. No, no, no. And show off the khakis. I had an
3: interview. That's what it was. He wanted to show off the khakis to the camera. No, no. I had an interview today with uh, someone who didn't ask me if we had lunchtime. You were late (laughs) to our first show.
2: Our first show. We were opening up our first show
3: for the season. All right. Right. Wow. Welcome, brother. How you doing? How are things? Good. It's nice to be here. It's great to see you.
0: It's been a long... uh, a long time um since we were all together on the on the podcast and uh, yeah man we're kind of just getting acquainted getting the rust off um if the show sucks it is what it is deal with it episode two will probably be better but <laughs> you know right now we're just trying to get back in the swing of things chuck so how are things
3: things are starting to shape up a little bit you know we're here now entering our heavy season for recruiting so trying to put some stuff together but there's a uh, Rumors out there that uh, you're putting together like a mega team for the recruiting and uh, platform.
0: Well, you know, one thing that we like to do here is uh, we like to assemble teams. We like to assemble and, and rock solid teams. So we have our underwriting team, which is, which is extremely hardcore, and we've done a great job at that. Closing team, processing team, management team, paper pushing team, loan officer <laughs> team, cleaning team,
3: Marketing. shopping
0: team. Lewis with the Air Jordans team. I mean, it's what we do. So it was only fitting that we put together a rock solid recruiting team to help our loan. And mind you, this recruiting team doesn't just work about it's not just about recruiting loan officers, it's about recruiting realtors for our loan officers, it's about recruiting LOs for our team leaders, sales managers. I mean, they're just going to be focused on all aspects of it. And yes, they are fully up and running and it's, uh, so far so good, man.
2: We're excited about it. So before you, uh, rudely interrupted our podcast, <laughs> <laughs> with the, do. with Here's the fashionably late entrance, fashionably late entrance, uh, we were actually bringing up everybody, uh, obviously on the new changes since our last, cause again, a lot has changed since our last show, uh, new loan limits. We just talked about our new loan limits, kind of where the industry's heading, where rates are heading, uh, next year, um, I think that also something that we should mention also is the uptick in the non-QM space. I think that's becoming... And again, going back to
0: 2005.
2: Yes. You know, it's like 05, 06. Uh, the non-QM stuff is... is It's, become, hot. it's becoming hotter. It's becoming it's more frequent. Rates are not as
0: bad on the non-QM space it's anymore. Not bad at all. Um, not bad at all.
2: So that's that, again, has a lot to do so with... Does
0: it, so does it make you feel like... The fact that that's entering the market so hardcore, it is uh, impending doom. Is it, is it, is it really? Do it, do it, does it I, I really smell just,
2: like it? I think it's just part of the natural cycle. I mean, we've always seen non-QM be very tied to the stock market and very, very tied to secondary market on that aspect. The same way non-QM comes in and it's very aggressive and here in one day, it literally one day to the next goes away. And I think that's when it has a big, uh, big effect on the market.
1: But look, I, I think we gotta say a couple of clear t- differences. The non-QM, the rates are way better than it was last time. Hundred uh, percent. Equities, what they're asking, they they're, they've learned most for the most part from their mistakes. Where there's still gonna be way better loans, way better like uh, loans out there that I don't think the like you said the impending doom is gonna be as bad. Like yeah, I'm expecting down the line well, you know what? But
0: 08, well, I don't think, and I think most would agree, 08 will never happen
1: again. That, that's what I'm trying to say.
0: Right. No, that, that oh. will never happen again, but there will oh. be a market <laughs> correction. No, <laughs> not to that level because if not, you think about it,
1: dude. 100% financing with the, just credit? No, no. That
0: 100% financing. What about 100% financing? With a, a written VOE from the borrower on how much they make. Okay, and, but let's talk about hundred percent finance and the, and the negative hold M. Hold on, who hold remembers on. the negative hold M? On. Yes. Hold
2: on, hold on, one second.
0: Hold you know, that the property not appraises,
2: if a property appraises from one year to the next, sixty percent, and then you're offering a non-QM product at ninety percent LTV. You know, uh, with very minimal documentation. You know, in a in a market correction, yes, uh, I mean that's that's. Something to think about. And again, I think the the reason why non-QM is becoming much more aggressive is because of all these secondary investors that are coming in on the back end, yeah. saying, Yes, we're providing liquidity for it. It's it's free reigns, go ahead and sell this. And it's I see it. I mean, we we saw it the other day, it was like a ninety percent P and L only thing. It was just like a
1: just That sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> Yes, but the point the is, show goes not, on. It's not a hundred percent. Somebody has to still put some money in there. It's gonna make like it a little bit harder. Yeah, there's still for them to some walk skin away. in the game. Yeah, there's, there's still, still some skin in. There, the it's game.
0: not the same. It really isn't the same. I don't. I don't think it's the same. But there's still gonna be market corrections. It's just historic. I, I mean, it's, I, just, it, it's gonna happen, right? It's. I'm looking
2: at it, it. I don't see it as this is something that is uh, normal. I think it's. I again, I feel like it's oh five oh six right now. I think that it's. Hey, it's not gonna be a huge crash, but. Definitely prepare for twenty-four months to, to feel some to have a market correction. Uh, something. A something. Slight, There's a lot going on. A slight on. tickle. There's a lot going on mm-hmm. with hyperinflation. There's a lot going on with mortgage-backed securities and rates going up. There's a lot of different things that could. There's a lot. Turn into a nice little soup of. <laughs> there is a lot. <laughs> very good. Now,
0: now I, I know our, our our buddy over here in in the corner, very into politics, very into. He wants you to talk know, about the Omnicron you know, virus. Omnicron virus.
3: <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that, Tesh. So no, so I wanted so, to bring up... Um,
0: wait, the,
2: did you know that Omnicron, if you rearrange the words, or the letters, it, it says moronic? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> did you know that? No. Do it. It's the moronic so, virus. The moronic virus. Oh, that's awesome. So if you guys follow up a little bit yesterday on some of the stuff they talked about, um, they did talk about all those programs which are ending hopefully now this month um, when it comes to those who were not a, um were able to afford the rent so th- those are ending the other thing now they're talking about is how many of those properties are going into foreclosure and there's a good there's a good bunch of them there going into foreclosure so are they going to live out the foreclosure and hopefully get a short sale because of the equity in the houses right now that's what they're talking about but they are talking also about the first quarter probably close to 300,000 homes will go back into inventory no, really? Yeah, yeah, they were talking about that yesterday. So I think there, there is um, a possibility for definitely the inventory to get much better I, again. But, but we have to see and wait because what happens now? Everybody's out there now knowing that that's it, it's over for them. When it comes to taking a break on, on their mortgage, are they going to extend it?
0: So there's okay. gonna be a potential three hundred thousand
3: Airbnbs hitting next year. Uh, just about, <laughs>
0: basically, is what you're telling me. Just about. Well, that well, sounds it, promising. I, I, I that say, sounds promising. I
3: would say yes and no because unfortunately, those with the foreclosure issues right now, they're done. You know, those are and there's been a large amount of groups of banks right now actually implementing the foreclosure already on these properties because of the, they, there's no tomorrow yeah. for them. They lived it off. They they lived for how long now? Almost two years without paying a mortgage. So I think we're going to see that again. So going back to two thousand and eight, I don't think so. I I just think that they're going to bring out some programs for people to look. Right now, don't we have a new medical program at a hundred percent? Yes.
0: Yes. We're getting aggressive.
1: I, I I mean I see what you're saying, and and my thing is, I don't know. I like firsthand clients I've seen that went through the the forbearance, and out of thirty of them that I know that went through it, only one. Ended up like still working it out. Everything got worked out.
3: Yeah, but there's so, uh, actually nationwide. Well, the there's majority millions of them. No,
1: I'm just I'm just putting the picture. We're talking about nationwide numbers compared to like if I spoke to 30 out of 30, only one is still dealing with because they they resolved, they, they moved it, or they sold the house, they did something. Um, like it's so unpredictable what's gonna happen. Yeah, these 300,000. But I
0: I don't think they'll go to foreclosure. That's what I I'm mean, saying.
1: They worked something out.
0: They're gonna work it out. Because regardless like of the study. fact,
1: think about it this way. There's
0: still a huge inventory issue, so those people still need a home. Rents are at all-time highs. You're going to tell me they're not going to do everything in their possibility just to work it out with their bank? The rents are
2: ridiculous, by the way. Oh, the right? rents Especially are. here in Miami. Rents are out of control.
3: Out of control. But, but also what they're also talking about is individuals got into properties that they really didn't like just to, yes. to get away from the rental buildings yes, yes, where yes. they were riding in an right. elevator with 100 people every day. Right. So a lot of them got into properties that they really don't care to keep the properties. Bottom line. Now, yeah, the other part of it is a lot of them don't want to let go of the property. Why? Because of the of the actual increase in prices that have happened in the last two years. Right. So it's a catch twenty two. But those numbers are starting to come out, and believe it or not, they're pretty they're, they're pretty high numbers of what they're going to see out there uh, in the market right now.
0: I think there's definitely going to be a lot of short sales in the next year, you know, couple years or so. I think so. so what I'm seeing is
1: is short payoffs. So it's like um, like you're negotiating with your bank to. Like let's say like yeah, a short refine, refi. Like a short refi. I've seen I've seen people discussing it because they're not being repeated already late. now? Yeah. I've I haven't heard that. of that. That's insane. Um I want one, one of an agent that I know actually talks to people because he wants to buy it, but then he's like, Look, I'll give you a solution. Try doing this first. And when the bank denied doing the the modification or whatever, then say, Okay, look, remove these fees and we'll be able to do this or something. So um it's kinda like a short sale, you know. And it's, like I said, there are so many options that people aren't aware of that those 300,000 families that are going to have, there's still more options for them before it becomes like.
0: Yeah, because banks learned from 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 what happened previously. So
1: they're going to try to adjust. Equity is so high right now. That equity is so high.
2: Another, switching the, the tide a little bit, another boom that's been happening uh, and everybody's wondering when it's going to crash or if it's going to crash is the cryptocurrency space. Uh, we saw an uptick in 2017. Now I, lately, I, I, it's an all-time Ah, uh, crypto. But I think what's changed a lot, and I think that if we knew this before we pulled the trigger on this office, uh, it's this whole, <laughs> it's this whole uh, metaverse uh, uh, situation. Metaverse and Web 3.0. We I, should have opened the office I've in been, the metaverse. I've been, yes. yes. So, for those of you guys don't know. There's a bunch of different companies creating we can a still do it. virtual well, that, augmented reality
0: world. There's already realtors, by the way, yes, in the I Metaverse. Yes, I saw that article. <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> there's realtors and in the And virtual plots of land. Virtual where do you get your license through? Virtual for real estate. How about that? For is it Facebook, on a, for is Facebook, on a real, at the virtual school? real estate.
3: So how do you use that? Uh, virtual So check real it out. So
2: apparently, this is what I'm gathering from from the little. You just put on your headset on. and you hang out in your right. land. Yeah. Right. So Facebook from the comfort of Facebook your own homes in the real world. Facebook owns cool. Oculus, for example. Right. You're gonna enter into this virtual space with your avatar, and there's a virtual world where plots of land are being sold, and actual companies are building upon these virtual lands so like right now we can have a prmg office in this virtual land where somebody comes in with their avatar and says hey i want to apply for a mortgage and they bring all their credentials and everything with them and it's all being done
0: on this virtual virtual you can finally be a little green alien in this world yes the the one that you always wanted to be chuck no no no. so now what do we do with this
2: fifteen thousand square foot office it's fine we can (laughs) all just have our headsets and live in the metaverse (laughs) in our office i'm I'm gonna
1: drive to the office every day (laughs) Put on, put my on headset, the headset and then I'll enter the virtual. Board. You know, there you that's go. That's what it is. Yeah, I just exactly. close my. Door hey, door. it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> you
3: think it's so? I think it's all. You it, know what I was thinking? Now that he says that we can make this office into like a uh, student game. dorm uh, uh, for students to live in here. We'll put some Murphy beds up and we'll rent it out. To that's the it. Every single office will Every be a little dorm. a little dorm. I like yeah. it. I, I like, like it. Think it. everybody
0: that? in there with their goggles and just staring in the sky Yeah, <laughs> in the metaverse. We rent them. Sounds amazing. I'm are you, excited. I'm are you pumped. Where are you today? No, I'm uh, super pumped. I'm in
3: Hawaii. Oh, nice. <laughs> this is insane. I don't know how blockchain you can change. Be,
0: you can be in Hawaii. Put a little fan on. You're on the beach in Hawaii with the fan blowing your face, and you're literally in there. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be amazing. You think so? Tourism <laughs> will drop to the outside lows. No one will fly ever again. <laughs> it's cool. I mean, Open houses are going to be I'm definitely sup- on this. I, yes. Open house, I'm freaked out, they're actually. They're, I don't they're just put it together. This is insane.
1: Open
2: yep. houses, virtual...
0: So like, now we have to go get our, our mortgage and real estate licenses in the school of Facebook. <laughs> and that's going yeah, no to be the new license. Yeah. It's no longer going to be the DDPR or the NMLS. But
1: this whole virtual world, how is this going to basically affect the new militia that DeSantis is working on? Like,
0: <laughs> did, you, did, you see, did you hear about that today? <laughs> no, I didn't. That just came out this morning. I was just
1: wondering because are they going to be a virtual militia or like a... Re- like, How is this going to work? DeSantis
0: <laughs> proposes a new civilian military force in Florida... That he would control his own <laughs> private army. What article are you read? The country of Florida. We've no, looked we looked it up we, everywhere. We looked it up everywhere I don't know. This I'm is a, super listen, freaky. I'm a fan. I'm a we fan gotta talk sound about sound. that on episode two. We gotta do. We gotta dig a little bit more and come back episode two and talk about it.
3: Well, maybe we'll have but, a one. We'll have it. But
0: um, I, I, I like where his head's at. I guess, well, you let, know. let me
3: tell you. I wonder <laughs> if it's because he made a remark the other day, and it came out all over the news too that he was going to use eyes to pick up all the. Uh, people who came over the Im- the uh, illegals who came over that they dumped over the night in the airport in Jacksonville, and he's going to pick them all up and send them back to Delaware. So he's proposing. So I wonder if it's that's the militia he's talking about. He's proposing bringing it back with a volunteer force of two
0: hundred civilians, and he's taking three and a half million dollars from the state for startup costs to train and equip
2: them. I'm going to say this. I'm going to go on and call okay. it whatever you want to call it, but I think DeSantis is helping us maintain the values of real estate in Florida
3: <laughs> so. thanks to him is going yeah. up absolutely so, everybody's I, moving I'm in. a
0: fan I'm a fan <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm, I'm definitely a fan I like where his head's at he's yeah. uh he's aggressive and I um just on California my Florida just on California my Florida <laughs> listen even Nancy Pelosi supposedly just moved here and with that we're gonna end the show welcome Nancy to the state of Florida yeah hey, hey we'll catch you on thank- episode two thank you for joining in and uh, I was glad that we were able to get the rust off. Yeah, we welcome it. back It'll be to the Tribe Podcast at our new office down here in downtown Doral. We'll see you next time.